What up, what up, what up? It's your girl DW coming to you live from the sports basement. It has been a minute. I know it has been a minute, but I've been super, super, super busy. But I just had to get on here and make a podcast about the the craziness that took place last night for Thursday Night Football. Oh my goodness. In all my years of watching football, and it's been decades. I haven't seen nothing quite like what happened last night in the Steelers and Browns game. Oh my gosh. I mean, let's talk about it, okay? Mason Rudolph was about to attempt to make a pass. And he was getting sacked by Miles Garrett. In the midst of the sack, because if you watch the video, you see... Mason Rudolph making his pass. He's then sacked by Miles Garrett and taken down to the ground. As they're on the ground, you can see some kind of a... It looked to me like they were like rolling around on the ground together. But if you zoom in, as every camera in the world has zoomed in, you can see that Mason Rudolph appears to be attempting to pull off the helmet of Miles Garrett in the midst of this whatever they're doing, rolling around on the ground. As that's happening, you can see that tensions are flaring. Things are getting heated up. They're up on their feet now. They're no longer on the ground anymore. They're up on their feet now. And at this time, you can see other players trying to intervene and uh, keep these two apart. But Miles Garrett then reaches over and somehow gets Mason Rudolph's helmet and strikes him in the head with it. Oh, my goodness. At that point, several defensive players from, or it may have been the offensive linemen from Pittsburgh, are begin to attack Miles Garrett. It, 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 I've never seen nothing like that in all of my football watching. I know there have been several noted football brawls. I know there have been, but here lately, I have not seen anything like that. And the punishments are coming down this morning. And I, like I said, I didn't know exactly what the extent of the punishments were going to be. But they are definitely coming down this morning um, with suspensions and fines. And I mean, it just things just got completely, completely, completely out of hand yesterday. And it sounds like Miles Garrett is suspended for the remainder of the season and possibly into a few games into the next season. My personal opinion on this is a statement needs to be made in regard to this type of behavior. Just imagine if Mason Rudolph was concussed from that strike to the head or suffered some kind of an injury to that strike to the head um, with a helmet. Anytime you use anything other than your hands, that object can be deemed as a weapon. There had been talk last night that Mason Rudolph had reached out to his legal team and his lawyers and was attempting to press criminal charges against Miles Garrett. But updated today, um, he said that he is not going to file criminal charges. He's going to leave it all within the NFL and let the NFL handle it and do their investigation and leave it that way versus 
bringing, you know, the police and making a police report and doing all that. But that was that was an assault, guys. I mean, no matter how you slice the cake, that was an assault. I mean, you can't do that. You know, and I know that the tensions was high. I know even Miles said in his post-game interview that he just lost it. You know, he he did not put any thought into what he did. Um, it was in the moment, you know, that action took place. And But you can't do that because, just like I said, striking somebody upside the head with force, especially with a, a football helmet, he could have got a concussion. He could have broke a bone in his head. He could have caused some serious damage to uh, Mason Rudolph. Um, a lot of people have different opinions about whether Mason Rudolph was wrong or not. If if we pan down to when they were on the ground, he had been sacked by Miles Garrett, and you can see him look. It, it appeared, you know, everything is not what it appears, but it appeared as if he was pulling are trying to pull Miles Garrett's helmet off. And several several sports analysts have said this morning on first take, on get up, on uh, undisputed, they have said and that in itself could have caused the injury to Miles Garrett. You cannot manipulate the the spine and the neck area in a rough manner like that because he could have injured Miles Garrett if he would have snatched that helmet off of his neck in the position they were in down on the ground, he could have caused some kind of damage to his spine, to his neck. I mean, a lot of factors come into play in this situation. And at this point, as of now, there hasn't been any kind of uh, penalties against Mason Rudolph. And a lot of people are arguing the fact that, you know, he initially started the whole melee and and it, just depending on how you look at it, it can be, it can, I can see where people are saying Mason Rudolph started it. I can, I can see that, you know, but at the same time, we all know and we all can say that Miles Garrett completely lost his cool, completely was wrong and should suffer the consequences as such. But, I mean, that was, that was crazy. You know, just right now between the two teams, as far as the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns, $500,000 worth of fines have been handed out between the two organizations um, due to last night's shenanigans. And in the professional athlete world, we know that that's not a lot of money to those guys because they... They make a lot of money. They're rich. They, you know, that's that's probably not nothing. But to somebody like little old me, um, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to just have to give away um, due to my actions or, you know, due to a situation that happens on the football field. And like I said, we've seen a lot of um, sports brawls in the NBA and NFL. We see them all the time. But this one last night probably takes the cake of being one of the worst ones I've saw um, in a professional football setting. So, the Cleveland Browns won the game. You know, like I said, it was Thursday night football. Cleveland won. They defeated the Pittsburgh Steelers 21-7. In the midst of all of that nonsense, the, the Browns pulled off the win. Four, they're now 4-6. and six. 
Pittsburgh is five and five. Um, yeah, so that kicked off week 11. And that's the talk in, in sports world of week 11. And on Twitter, you should have seen the reactions to all from all of the football players and all of the sports analysts and past football players. I mean, you should have seen even my boy OJ Simpson. Follow OJ on Twitter. If you do not follow OJ Simpson on Twitter, do yourself a favor and follow OJ Simpson on Twitter. It is one of the funniest Twitter accounts ever. His Twitter at is the real OJ32. The real OJ32. Hilarious account. My boy OJ still has not been verified on Twitter. He has almost a hundred thousand followers and he still has not been verified but i give it some more time he just joined twitter june of 2019 so let's give it some more time and i'm sure juice will uh the juice will be verified on twitter but do yourself a favor and follow oj simpson on twitter like i said he even had his two cents was thrown in about the whole miles garrett and Mason Rudolph brawl last night. So, um, yeah, week 11 kicked off. Um, interestingly, um, Sunday, November 17th, we have the Atlanta Falcons taking on the Carolina Panthers. Um, right now we have no Cam Newton still. And I'm hearing in the sports world that Cam Newton may not play for, uh, the Carolina Panthers ever again. Um, you know, he's suffering for that foot injury. They're talking surgery now. But look, we're in week 11. You know, football season is is winding down. It's wrapping up. I do not see Cam Newton playing football anymore this season. But, you know, who knows? You know, who knows? He could. He could come back and play. But I just personally don't see it. The game takes place at Bank of America Stadium in Charlotte, North Carolina. So, It's going to be an interesting matchup. You know, Christian McCaffrey has been amazing this season. Um, So it could be a good game. Uh, Who am I going to pick? I am going to pick the Carolina Panthers to defeat the Atlanta Falcons this weekend. I'm going to go with the Panthers. That is my pick for the 12 o'clock Central Standard Time game. Atlanta Falcons and Carolina Panthers in North Carolina. We have the Dallas Cowboys taking on the Detroit Lions. Cowboys are 5-4. and four. The Lions are 3-5-1. You know, they still that tie game that they had. They're playing at Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan this Sunday. <sighs> no Matt Stafford. No Matt Stafford. So that right there brings my pick of this game automatically to the Dallas Cowboys. Um, when they had Matt Stafford, I would have said, you know, that the Lions could potentially win that game. But no Matt Stafford. They have a, Their backup quarterback will go in. But they're going up against uh, Dak Prescott and those guys and those, those Cowboys. The Cowboys are 5-4. and four. The Cowboys have been playing some decent football this season. So, like I said, the factor in my decision on this is the fact that Detroit is not will not have Matt Stafford this weekend. 
So I'm going to give this pick to the Dallas Cowboys. I believe Dallas Cowboys will go 6-4 and four this weekend in Detroit, Michigan at fourth field against the Detroit Lions. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Indianapolis Colts at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis. No Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett is also injured, so their, their third-string quarterback will come in and play for the Indianapolis Colts. Still got Gardner Minshew um, as the quarterback in Jacksonville. Jacksonville is 4-5. and five. The Colts are 5-4. and four. I believe that the Colts... You know, I don't know much about... Um, the third string quarterback that's going to come in and play in Indianapolis. I'm, I'm not, I have not done my research on that. So, um, I'm going to go with, oof. Uh, I'm going to go with the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just don't think that the Colts have have it have what they need right now. They're not. They haven't got their mojo yet, especially with Jacoby Brissett being out and them having to pull their third-string quarterback out to play in Week 11. I'm going to give this win to Jacksonville Jaguars this weekend. The Buffalo Bills, 6-3. Miami is finally winning some games. They are now 2-7. Miami Dolphins and the Buffalo Bills will play this Sunday at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. You know, even though the Dolphins have won two games, I still do not think that they are a good team. I still think that there's a lot of kinks that need to be ironed out. And and week 11 is kind of, you know, too late to try to iron out your kinks and be a good football team. I'm going to give this win to the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen and those guys are going to go to Miami Gardens and pull off the win. Buffalo will go to 7-3 this weekend in Miami, Florida. The Denver Broncos 3-6 taking on the Minnesota Vikings. You know, the Kansas City Chiefs, they beat Minnesota. But Minnesota is a solid team right now. Dalvin Cooks, Stephon Diggs, Kirk Cousins. Minnesota is playing some good football. And I believe that their good football is going to be the reason they defeat the Denver Broncos this Sunday. My pick is going to the Minnesota Vikings 100%. And then we can replay this podcast following week 11. We can. And if I'm wrong, I will definitely say I'm wrong. But I'm giving this win to the Minnesota Vikings. And I think it's going to be an easy win for the Minnesota Vikings. They're playing at home at the U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis, Minnesota. They're going to beat Denver. Denver's going to fall to 3-7, and seven, and Minnesota is going to be 8-3 and three at the end of Week 11. Minnesota Vikings will defeat the Broncos. Bank it. The New Orleans Saints, they got their man back. Even though Teddy Bridgewater, he, Terry Bridgewater should be highly commended for the way he stepped in and got the New Orleans Saints to where they are. I think Terry, Teddy Bridgewater did an amazing job in stepping in as backup when Drew Brees was out. New Orleans has their man back. Drew Brees is back. Taking on the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers this Sunday at the Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Drew Brees is back. Drew Brees, Drew Brees has been wanting to, you know, wanting his position back ever since he got injured, ever since he went down. And he's back and he's playing football like he's been, like he's 
been wanting to be back for a while now. I'm gonna give the win to the New Orleans Saints. The New Orleans Saints are gonna defeat the Buffalo or the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this Sunday in Tampa, Florida. The Saints are seven and two right now. And like I said, much credit needs to be given to Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, he he has some big shoes to fill, and he filled those shoes. He did an amazing, amazing job while Drew Brees was down. And I'm going to give this win this Sunday to the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints are going to pull off the win in Florida against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Jets still rolling at 2-7, and seven and the Redskins are 1-8. and eight. Holy crap. Even Sam Darnold's back. We know he had been out for several weeks due to having mono. He is back, and he has not been 100% impressive since he's been back. Like I said, he was... He was solid last season. He was decent last season, but he still has not, you know, played to a level of, of, you know, where I think he should be at this point. Like I said, he was out several games due to having an illness, and he is back, and the team is still 2-7. and seven. They are playing the Washington Redskins, who are 1-8. and eight. So it's like they're not playing a good team this weekend. The Redskins, I haven't seen them this bad in a while, but... The game is going to be played at FedEx Field in Maryland. <sighs> I, the Redskins just don't got it. I'm going to give this win to the Jets. I think the Jets are going to go into uh, FedEx Field and, and get the win. I'm going to give this win to the Jets. The Jets will go 3-7. and seven. The Redskins will fall 1-9 and nine this weekend at FedEx Field. Houston Texans, my God, Deshaun Jackson taking on the... Oh, oh. Okay, guys. Let's get this out here. I'm going to put this out here for the world to hear. I am a 100% Kansas City Chiefs fan until the day I drop dead and they have my funeral and they have my repast and they put me in the ground and everybody does their crying and their tearing and everything. I'm a Chiefs fan all the way, but I officially stand Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is my guy, okay? Like I said, Definitely a Chiefs fan. Will never be a fan of another team ever. But I enjoy watching Lamar Jackson. I do. I am a fan of Lamar Jackson. And the Baltimore Ravens are going to play the Houston Texans at M&T Bank Stadium in Maryland. That's going to be a good game, guys. That's probably going to be the game of the week. I think the game of the week is going to be Deshaun Jackson and Lamar, Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson going head to head this Sunday. That's going to be a good game. I'm going to go somewhere and watch that. I'm going to go somewhere, give me a glass of wine, give me some something to eat, and I'm going to watch that game. But I think the Baltimore Ravens are going to defeat the Texans. I think the Ravens are, they their defense is better than Houston's. They're playing at home. The Ravens are going to beat the Texans. Now, it's not going to be a blowout by any means. It's not going to be a blowout. It's going to be a very, very close game. And I'm I'm willing to say it's going to be a very high-scoring game. The Texans don't have J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt is, they're missing an important piece of their defense. And Baltimore Ravens is just playing some, some amazing football. Like I said, I'm not just saying this because I stand. Lamar Jackson, but I'm going for the Ravens. Uh, the Ravens are going to defeat the Texans. Like I said, it's going to be a close game. It's going to be a high-scoring game. 
because both offenses are are can put the points up there. We all know that. You know, Texans is six and three, Ravens are seven and two. But I think that they're gonna play at home. I think those guys are gonna pull off the win. Like I said, and it's not gonna be it's not gonna be a blowout by any means. But I'm I'm picking the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson and company are going to defeat the Houston Texans this Sunday. Our afternoon games are the Arizona Cardinals taking on the, the 49ers. Finally got defeated. Russell Wilson and company defeated the 49ers this past um, Monday night, Monday night football. Um, good game. I mean, it was a good game. That was a good Monday night football game. You know, it's always hit or miss on the Monday night games and the Thursday night games, but the Seahawks and 49ers game was really, really, really good. I watched it on an airplane. Shout out to Delta Airlines for having that service, that service for us sports fans who are in flight. We can watch the game. I was able to watch that full football game on my Delta Airlines flight back from Atlanta. Um, Great game. Like I said, 49ers are defeated. They are 8-1 and one right now, taking on the Cardinals. I do think that the 49ers will go to 9-1 and one this Sunday. They will defeat the Cardinals in Santa Clara, California at Levi Stadium. I don't think the Cardinals are even close to as good as the 49ers on offense or defense. The 49ers will bounce back Sunday, and they will be 9-1. and one. They will defeat Kyler Murray and the Cardinals this Sunday. The Bengals, you know, I remember when the Bengals were good. Oh my gosh, 0 and 9. And they're t- and they're playing the Raiders. I hate the Raiders. Raiders fans that listen to my podcast, I love you people as a people cuz I'm a love- loving person, but I do not like the Raiders. But the Raiders will beat the Bengals this weekend. The Raiders will go to 6 and 4. The Bengals will fall to 0 and 10 and get that number 1 draft pick. The Bengals will go to 0-16. They will. There have been talk and rumors of A.J. Green returning, but at practice last week, he re-injured or re-inflamed whatever his original injury was from the beginning. And no A.J. Green for the rest of the season. There's only six games in the regular season left, and A.J. Green is out for all of them. So whatever hopes that they had to get their best receiver back or null and void and they are playing in ring central coliseum in oakland raiders are playing at home they're um playing the the winless Bengals, and the raiders will win and defeat cincinnati this weekend at ring central coliseum so raiders will go six and four the Bengals will fall to zero and ten this sunday new england patriots Tom Brady and company, eight and one. Another. This is gonna be the Super Bowl all over again, guys. We know that Patriots and Eagles um, played in the Super Bowl. The Eagles defeated uh, New England. That was a good Super Bowl game. That was a really good game. Um, they had Nick Foles. No, it was Carson Wentz. Yeah, it was. Was it Carson or Nick Foles? Whichever one. The Eagles beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And they're saying that Tom Brady and those guys are looking for a rematch and to beat the Eagles this time. And they and they very, they may very well do it. 
But right now, even the Eagles are looking at this game as a rematch of the Super Bowl, a replay of the Super Bowl. And the Patriots, we know Tom Brady and his level of competition is looking at this as a, re- a rematch and a, a replay of the Super Bowl. This game is being ta- played at Lincoln Financial in Pennsylvania. So that gives the Eagles, you know, they're not at Gillette. So Eagles fans, you know, they'll have their fans. They're in their arena, their stadium. And I just, I think the Patriots are going to beat them. I do. I think the Patriots are going to win um, against the Eagles this Sunday. Uh, Patriots will go 9-1. and one. They will go 9-1 and one in Pennsylvania this weekend. Tom Brady and those guys are going to go in there. They're going to play football like we know the Patriots can play. And they're going to win. So, going with Tom Brady and the Patriots this Sunday against the Philadelphia Eagles. Our late game this Sunday is the Chicago Bears and the Los Angeles Rams playing at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in L.A. You know, it's always hit or miss with the Bears. You know, I have no... I I can never really give a form an opinion on the Bears because as soon as I start thinking one thing, they do another thing. You know, they, they... make me think one thing about them and then they completely make me go left with my thoughts on them they're taking on um J- uh, Jared Goff and company of the Los Angeles Rams in Los Angeles Mitch Trubisky in Chicago against the Rams I'm going to pick Los Angeles Rams to beat the Chicago Bears in the Sunday night late game I'm going to pick the Rams to defeat the Chicago Bears. The Rams will go six and four. Chicago will fall five and five this Sunday night. That's my pick. And Monday night football, my guys are in Mexico City. My guys, my guys, my Kansas City Chiefs. The AFC West rival game will take place Monday night. Kansas City Chiefs are six and four, taking on the Los Angeles Chargers, which are four and six. Mahomes came back last weekend um, after being out several games for his injury to his ankle. He came back, and in a lot of shenanigans, the Chiefs were defeated in Tennessee. I was at that game. I had to watch that with my own eyes. Um, but, hey, there's always room for improvement. There's always, you know, we have a, we can always have a second chance and do this all over again. Um I'm always rooting for the home team. Kansas City Chiefs will defeat the Los Angeles Chargers in uh, Estadito Azteca, Mexico City. Ooh, tacos and margaritas. Got to make sure Kelsey and those guys are staying away from all the tacos and all the margaritas until the game is over. Um, Mexico City, Estadito Azteca. My guys are in Mexico for Monday Night Football. Running with the home team, Kansas City Chiefs will be 7-4 Monday night. They will defeat the Los Angeles Chargers. And guys, that's week 11. Those are my picks for week 11. You guys know you can call the line, 816-777-4730. Give your takes on the um, Thursday Night Football brawl in Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. And give your picks on your your pointers on that, your thoughts on that. Who was wrong? Who started it? You know, what should the the penalties be? Should Mason Rudolph be penalized as well? What are your thoughts? And you can also give your picks on who's going to win week 11 as week 11 kicks off Sunday, November 17th. So, there you have it, guys. 
the sports basement. We're back. Like I said, we've been out. We've been um, away a few weeks. I've been traveling. I've had other things going on, but I am back. Like I said, I had to make a podcast about last night's NFL melee. Um, and I just had to. But the lines are open. Text. Leave a voicemail. 816-777-4730. Let us know what your thoughts on the Thursday Night Football Brawl. Let us know what your picks are for week 11. And we will be back. We will podcast again Tuesday. We're going to let all the Sunday night game, Sunday games and the Monday Night Football games come and go. And we will... We will um, podcast on Tuesday with the, the week 11 leaders in passing and fantasy points in total points period and um, receiving yards and rushing yards. We'll let all, you know, all of our weekly week 11 leaders and we'll see you guys Tuesday until next time. Your girl signing out of the basement. <laughs>